Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. You know, you don't need to go listen to my podcast to hear one story of my, a snippet of my life of 43 years. You're going to ask those questions of me. I want, and I want to find someone I'm curious about that I want to share that space with. And that's important. That's everything. Yes, it is. That's everything, you know, when you're seeing somebody and when you want to know more and that's how you know you got the right person next to you. Yes. Yeah. I never thought about that. I never really thought about that until one of my friends, we were talking about my Italian friend and woman that he was going to meet. He was like, I'm not curious about her. She sounded wonderful. And he's like, I'm not curious about her. So she does not make me curious at all. They've known each other for a very long time. And that's when he said, he's like, you deserve somebody that's curious about you. He's like, that's a, and I also lean towards intellectual curiosity a little bit. You can look good, but if I can't have a conversation with you, mm-hmm. you know, I'm attracted to the mind as well as because my interests are so diverse from sports to outdoors to you know, things like that. And I know better. I know what I'm looking for in a partner. And uh, my mom made a comment. She goes, I can't see you getting remarried again so soon, but I can see you finding somebody to do some things with. She That's going to be amazing. Yeah. 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 That's kind of, even if you don't want to do it, like I know you do snowboarding mm-hmm. and you do stuff like that. So I may not want to go out there on a snowboard, but I'll get all dressed up and be cute and be in the resort (laughs) watching you and be like, that is so cool. Can we go down the sled? You know, I'm all about the sled. I'll do a sled, you know, or something like that. Be like, you want to go? Like, "Hmm, I'm not going to get on the board, but I'll get on a snowmobile. I'll get the little cute little outfit on. I'll be not chocolate, but. Horseback riding in the snow. There's, There's a lot of other things you could do in the snow. Yeah. Not not getting on a small board, yeah. that's not going to happen. But I would be there supporting you inside or riding a snowmobile. I'm like, where's the tubing? I love tubing because I live on this side, on the East Coast. And yeah. so we live yeah, in the tubing's big. Yeah, tubing is big. I, I grew up like that. We yeah. got sleds for Christmas. That tells you something, <laughs> you know. But it's all about honoring your code. You know, it's your, you have a human oh, design. Like you have a code. And when you honor it, things happen. But I'm a fan of what you just said. I'm a strong believer now that I'm going to do me. And then whoever, whoever's supposed to be with me will acknowledge that. And not only that, you know, she's going to be my queen. I'm going to want to support her. I'm going to want to be curious about her. And whether she snowboards and I don't or whatever it is, I'm going to be a contribution to, um, to whatever it is. And however it shows up. And I'll know. Because it'll be natural and organic and it's just yes. the moment you gotta question it, you're questioning it. I don't know what else to tell you. you know, <laughs> when you look at your life and you look at all the, the things that you questioned, yeah, it that's probably uh, you know, it wasn't working. Or you were yeah. trying to make it work better, or you know, but yeah, it, it, it takes something to honor yourself, to honor your code, to to be you as number one. Like for me, it was like being I became the most valuable player on my team in my divorce. I became the MVP and I remained the MVP and I'm going to LeBron James the rest of my life inside of relationships because that's just how it goes. And the reason that that's how it goes is because that's what she taught me. Like I'm super grateful for my, my marriage because 
it taught me to be the best version of myself. So That's so sweet. So I will share something that my therapist said to me that came up in the ther- um, one of our appointments of you need a cheerleader, Kay. Yeah. You need a cheerleader. So you can be the MVP, but then you also need that cheerleader. And she's just like, you know, I was dating somebody at the time and she's like, what is drawing you to this person that, you know, you cannot and things like that. And I realized I'm like, yeah, I'm all about being a giver and I can root for you and all that, but doggone it, I need someone too. Yeah. I said to that person. And that's when I realized, and like you said, you're, when you have to question it, hmm. those things. And, um, and I, I can't value, I can't in- emphasize more like the, the value of conversation, but I love that honoring your code, but also to the, we, you know, it, whether it's a cheerleader or partner, you know, we all deserve that. You know, we all deserve that. And I do believe that there is somebody for everybody, whatever that may look like, you know, for the person. I, I do want to share something that's interesting uh, that made me feel better about making my decision when I turned 40. So he turned 40 earlier in the year. And then it was my birthday it was a couple months later. And I really wanted us to do something. So he's a huge baseball fan. I love baseball. I like the food. I just I mean, I'll watch the game, but I'm going to a game to watch to eat the food. And luckily, I live near a place that has a minor league team. And so they have like really good food. I'm a foodie. But anyway, so I was looking at all these tried for us to do something. And we turned 40 in 2017. So I'm like, I'm planning like a year in advance. And eventually he said, no, I don't want to do anything. Like, so then I'm thinking like, hey, now you don't want to do anything with me. Hmm. That hurts, Right. And so let's do something as a family. So I've always wanted to go to the stadium in Pittsburgh and see the, the Steelers play and visit the museum. So I'm trying to find a family trip. Then he didn't want to do that. So I spent my 30th birthday with my cousin. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go right back down to Miami for my 40th birthday. So I said, I'm going there. Did that for the weekend. Like, so I think you're familiar with Miami. You're going to be all night long. You know, I'm like dog tired. We just went out, danced. My cousin's like a year older than me. I get on a plane, like, I think we got in like three or four o'clock that morning. I get on the plane and I'm, uh, let me, I'm still a married woman. So I'm never going to, didn't cheat on my husband. He didn't cheat on me. I'm never going to do anything like that. I mean, sometimes I wish another man would have looked at me when I was married, but that did not happen. <laughs> like nobody was ever trying to check for me whatsoever at all. Um, doing, doing my marriage so that, you know, so I never got in trouble. And that's the thing too. I was so happy to say that no one, nothing else made me leave my marriage except me. Hmm. It wasn't somebody showing me the promise of what could be the grass is green on the other side. It was just Kay's decision. I'm always very, I'm very proud of that. But anyway, so when I get back that, that afternoon, I'm dog tired. Cause then in a week I'm leaving for London and he comes, I said, I'm going to take a nap. And I'm going to get up because he didn't get the school back to school supplies. I asked him to get some other stuff done. He comes in. I'm like, like leaning on my bed, like trying to go take a nap. And he's like, Hey, can I ask you something? I was like, yes. He's like, um, so was I a different person when we were dating? Mm. I stood up and I'm like, because once again, I had not really shared with anybody all the things in my head, but by this point, Peter, I had outlined three things, three things, you know, because by now I, I found out he's not going to London. So that triggered, okay, okay, what does this mean? Like still processing. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, did I portray myself as a different person when we were dating? And now that we're married, he's, I don't know. And I looked at him and said, do you think, do you, do you think you did? And he said, yes, I do. 
And it's like, really? Because I do too. And here are the three, three areas. And we talked about it and he had nothing to change. He just said, he, and, I, and I said, am I wrong? Yeah. You know, is, am I wrong about this? Because at that point, I'm like, if I'm wrong. And when you said something earlier that, that triggered that memory of that and why it made it so much easier to say, okay, I need to start processing, exiting out. And he was like, no, you're not. There was no, I'm going to change or we need to work on this, right? He acknowledged those three things. He accepted those three things. And that was all that there was. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.